Hi, I'm Helen. And I'm Steph. And this is our podcast. Yay! Episode number seven. Woo-hoo. Indeed. Wow, seven episodes in on this boiling, boiling, boiling hot day. I am melting. Literally melting. If we cut off halfway through, it's because we've actually melted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I forgot to tell you, actually, uh, before we started recording that, you know, like ways of keeping cool. An Mm. ingenious idea that Dave's come up with is we were in a well-known DIY store and I picked up this spray can for plants sorry boring side note that you know like some plants you've got to spray them instead of put the water in the base he's filled up with water and he's spraying himself and others (laughs) does he have their consent to do that (laughs) I mean when I say others just predominantly me like a surprise attack (laughs) brilliant just like walking around the shop like spraying random people (laughs) do you know what it is great and I'm like actually that's so clever that bottle was a pound it's probably the best investment ever in the heat the best thing you've ever bought yeah we we did have a little bit of a water fight at the weekend with our hose like Phil's a bit obsessed with the grass that's a whole other story but the grass in the garden and he's he like literally waters it all day every day um and he thought it'd be funny to yeah but do you know what after the initial shock of getting splattered with the hose it was actually quite nice it was quite a relief I was like do it again it's lovely <laughs> Philip get a paddling pool yeah oh my gosh talking Indeed, to Phil yeah. that's how we left the last episode how did you guys meet oh a little romantic story maybe we should do yours next week oh no I've led myself <laughs> into that haven't I <laughs> oh, I'll give you the short version which was um Oh, we've been together like, well, it was 10 years last year and married for seven this month, actually, on the 30th is our anniversary. And it was a hot day like this, our wedding day. I remember it was sweltering. I did. I felt so sorry for all the men in their suits. So hot. Um, But yeah, basically we met, we just met through, um, he's, he was best friends with my sister's boyfriend and they've been friends for donkey's years since like secondary school or something. Um, so yeah, my sister probably had a bit of a part to play in setting us up. <laughs> sure, if she's listening, she'll remember the night that that happened. <laughs> I'm going to turn it into a rom-com. Me, my sister and Phil. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that doesn't work. That sounds a bit weird. Okay, guys, we might have to cut that out. <laughs> it's got Okay, we'll change the title. That was not a good title. Um, how I met, how I met my husband through my sister. No, again, it's not catchy, is it? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if there's a good way to say that. Ah, love it. Love a rom com. Love a romantic story. I got it out of you. Yes. There we go. <laughs> how cute. Um. So it's been a couple of weeks. That's the other thing to mention that we kind of um, have been absolutely loving doing this podcast and doing it every week has been a joy. But things kind of got a bit mad, didn't they? Like hectic with life Mm. and work and juggling. So for the time being, we're going to sort of try and do it fortnightly, I think, for a bit. 
Mm, yeah, we think that's a good plan because we, we love it and we want it to be, um, you know, sustainable and stuff. And just with, you know, things change quite a lot, I think, in lockdown and then as life's sort of creeping back to normal, I think we both found that things were things were busy and, and stuff. So, yeah, all good. Nothing, you know, we're definitely not stopping. We're still here. Don't yes. worry. Nothing to panic about. <laughs> so, yeah, all good. So you'll hear us fortnightly rather than weekly but you know you can always listen back to your fave episodes if you miss us in between yes (laughs) love that how was your weekend by the way yeah it was nice it was like hot wasn't it so we just spent most of it in the garden really avoiding traffic jams yeah why I don't understand Mm. unless you've got good air con which my car struggles with that must be roasting in a car I know, yeah, sat in traffic in the sun with like a, uh, um, what do you call it, a sunroof with no aircon wouldn't be pleasant. No way. How was yours? Good, thank you. Yeah, we went camping. Um, it was really fun. And yeah, I really enjoyed being outdoors despite the heat. I mean, it was really hot on Saturday. Like we managed to do mm. a bit of sunbathing. It felt like, it didn't feel like the UK. It felt very um like we were on holiday properly on holiday which was nice oh oh my goodness just remembered something we did we hired a fire pit and we did these marshmallow biscuit things that I've never had before oh yum oh my actual word that sounds amazing toasted marshmallows are amazing oh did you do the thing where you melt it and then squash it in between yeah with chocolate in a biscuit what yeah if you've not tried it i've just you just go and do it now don't actually don't do it in the seat it'll be too much (laughs) yeah i don't know if i could put up with the fire right now to be honest yeah (laughs) just add a bit more heat in why not wait till you've got a campfire Um, yeah oh nice that's lovely i love that there's not many campsites that let you have a proper fire is there so it's nice to do that Mm, yeah i love that Mm. oh lovely yummy 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 so this week's topic feeds quite nicely actually into that talking about having nice weekends is self-care I like this topic I'm excited about this it's going to be a good one it's going to be a good one well I think just we were talking about gratitude last week and it kind of fed in I guess quite nicely to that because that's all a bit about sort of self-care and stuff but there's tons of other stuff that we can do to look after ourselves Beyond bath bombs and scented candles. That's what comes to mind. That's so true. It literally is. And obviously that that's an element of it, definitely, that whole kind of relaxation and pampering side. But there's lots of other stuff that we probably don't really associate with self-care that um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna chat about. Do you know what? I feel like this was fate. Um on my Instagram today I follow someone called Jay Shetty. I don't know if you've come across him he does lots of videos Mm. he used to be a monk um so he's done kind of lots of I guess like self-healing and learning and stuff and there was this quote that said he put out that said self-care isn't just drinking water and going to sleep early self-care is taking a break when things become overwhelming saying no to things you don't want to do allowing yourself Mm. to cry asking for help from those around you doing things that make you happy so good I love that I think he was interviewed in a magazine a few months ago actually ah I think I read yeah because he was a quite a handsome chap isn't he isn't I he remember. yes he is a handsome yes. chap yes 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 he is yes. 
<laughs> I'm going to follow him when we finish. And a beauty, he has a beautiful <laughs> wife. Oh my gosh, they're literally, like, the pair of them is like ridiculous. Yeah, oh, lovely. But yeah, that's that's a lovely little quote, isn't it? So nice. Yeah, so I guess first off, what is self-care? So I guess it's, I see it as anything that... Um, that we invest in that has a positive outcome for our mental and physical, I guess, well-being. So anything that doesn't take away from that, anything that adds to that is self-care. Have we got, I, I think I said this last time, but have we got better at appreciating the benefits of this type of, um, this type of thing? Because I, I just don't know that, I thought about it enough before, but again, like I said before, it might be just because I've grown up a bit and I've realised, oh yeah, <laughs> these are good ideas, aren't they? Yeah, I think we have. We've got. I think it comes naturally as we talk more about mental health and conversations open, and um, there's kind of less taboo around it and and stuff. I think there's probably still a long way to go, but but it's still, I think, associated a little bit with kind of selfishness, and it absolutely is not selfish and it's not indulgent okay a six pound bath bomb from lush might feel quite indulgent (laughs) but it doesn't it doesn't have to be indulgent it's not it's not something that we should see as that it's it's a necessity really and it's essential and should be a priority and it very rarely is I think it's always at the bottom of the pile because there's always something that feels more um important to be doing and then before we know it we haven't we haven't even thought about it and then we kind of get exhausted and burn out. I think I think that's key, isn't it? Because I think when you don't have that time, that downtime, the overwhelm and the triggers and the, like the sensitivity, it can all just spiral so much quicker. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely does. And you just, I think your mental ability to cope with stuff definitely reduces if you don't have that relaxation and you know there's there's other things I guess that we'll go on to talk about but things that are not quite right and you haven't quite got the balance right that can really have an impact over time and it can be so gradual and slow that you don't realize until you yeah kind of get to the point of feeling like you can't you're not really able to function properly Mm. I I don't know why this has just come to mind, but I remember a book when I was younger and it was about, bear with me, there were a family of elephants and the the mum... (laughs) I love your stories. I love them, honestly. I love them. Random. Hashtag (laughs) random. Um, The mum was like wanting five minutes peace. I think the book was called Five Minutes Peace. Oh, it was called Five Minutes Peace. Yeah. Yeah, where she's in the bath. Yes, I love that book. Because I I grew up in, so I'm one of three and it was it was a busy house and I think, you know, it's great. I'm very, very fortunate and, and blessed and lucky with all of that. But it was just always so busy. And I think, yeah, I don't think, but I think my mum must have felt like that. Well, she must have done because she bought us the book. She was probably like, all right, guys, have a read of this <laughs> and maybe think yeah. about how mummy needs a bath. Okay. <laughs> brilliant I love that but even I mean that book now I remember reading that and so it must be like god like 30 years old or something that's quite Mm. scary isn't it and and then even then it was you know not probably not referred to as self-care I think a bit like we said about gratitude last week it maybe is a fairly new phrase on the kind of well-being scene or it's not really been um 
kind of spoken about much until mm. recently. And I think with the whole pandemic thing, maybe people have realised a bit. We've spoken a lot about how it can, it's sort of taught us to slow down a bit. So hopefully people are now kind of grasping the importance of it. I think there's another saying that something like you can't fill from an empty cup or something. Yeah, can't pour from an empty cup. That's the one. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of phrases, isn't there? And like, um, what's the other one? Like help help yourself before helping others and stuff like that. And it's so true because you, you can't, your kind of resilience and your ability to support others and help others can really diminish if you're not looking after yourself. And we spend a lot of time maybe helping others and telling others how to look after themselves and then neglect doing it ourselves. Yeah, because it has an impact, doesn't it? Because then you're, you might have a shorter fuse, you might be more irritable, like all of that stuff starts coming out when you haven't had that space to... Yeah, yeah. I read something the other day, actually, about... Um, it was a psychologist, I can't remember who it was, talking about stress and saying how we associate this word stress with all sorts of different um, emotions. And it might actually not be stress we're experiencing or it might be an element of it but it can come out in really different ways so in anger or frustration or um, inability to empathize or you know all sorts of different ways that it can come out without just like stress feeling stress is quite a umbrella term isn't it for a lot of different emotions that's so true I mean Mm. this seems quite obvious from what we're talking about but but why is it important so I think it can actually be really quite damaging, probably physically as as well as mentally, but you can kind of get to a point of like burnout, which we sort of just said about a little bit, but also I think it can just lead to these feelings of kind of resentment and um, just not being able to function on a daily basis, which then affects your work, which then affects your relationships, which then affects your sleep. And then suddenly you're kind of in this vicious cycle of feeling like you're not managing. So trying to get some kind of self-care practices in place before you reach that point and recognising when you need to is really important. I think because they say a lot of the time in our society, it's like we're on a hamster wheel and you're constantly Mm. trying to keep up those demands, keep up those commitments, whatever Mm. it might be. And you wouldn't, I mean, I know for myself, I'm not very good at scheduling time in. And then I always find as well, I don't know if if you get this as well, that when you do finally kind of go, right, okay, I'm just going to spend this time, just take some downtime, relax. And then like, oh, what could I do that's productive? Oh, I could clean that, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. The oven. I mean, exciting stuff. The oven, yeah. How exciting. Um, that, that comes to mind. Yeah. Great. Um, but it's that sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And that's exactly what I was going to say about, like, we kind of live in this society, we feel guilty for doing nothing and relaxing. And that's why then we don't prioritise it, because we're like, well, why would we waste two hours doing nothing when there's all of these other things that we need to be doing? But it is it's so important and you can feel much more productive you know I spend quite a lot of time talking to students about how they're 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 spending too many hours working and not having enough time away from that because you can find even just little short breaks can make you much more productive in the long run oh my gosh I tell you who came to mind as well who who are actually really good at it I think a lot of celebrities like you know like pop stars and stuff I mean, they do mm. work hard when it comes to all the touring and the putting the music out, and making the music. But when they get to a certain level, I think 
you know, fair play. They like, like go off to their, you know, mm. lovely villa that they've got and have... Or some people, so in some professions, you can take like the whole summer off, can't you? Yeah, yeah. And they sometimes will do that, won't they? After, I mean, like you say, a tour is, is absolutely exhausting, but they'll quite often have then a massive chunk of time off, um, scheduled time off because it's been so exhausting. But we don't, we don't really do that. Yeah, because we get leave. No. That's so, also that's so weird for twenty twenty. Like we get leave from work, annual leave and stuff. But is anyone really taking it? I mean, I know of people that have got mm. it sat there, but you think, oh, should I bother taking it because I'm not going to go anywhere? Yeah, because you're not going anywhere. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? But actually, just having that time to do nothing is okay. Mm. Um, the other big thing I think we forget that it that is an important self care. Uh, practice is boundaries having boundaries so important oh in yeah at, at work in relationships with money with emotions like having those boundaries so you have really clear and realistic expectations of yourself is super important oh gosh that's so yeah I wouldn't have thought about it in relation to this but that is such a good point Mm, it's so important and it can really take some time to get right it's a bit of a trial and error process and it's probably going to um it can be quite stressful I think to do that but I think getting getting it right is really really vital in terms of your your own mental health so having boundaries in your friendships can really help to um kind of make you aware of what you need to do as well and that friendship is a two-way thing so I think it can lead to quite a bit of resentment in friendships and other relationships as well if you feel like you're not being boundaried or you're doing too much to support that person and not getting enough back um can can really kind of damage that relationship it's made me think of work, actually, because in the media, mm. it was interesting, actually, the other day I got asked to do like a little thing for um, the Student Radio Association. They were talking about mental health and they said, you know, give, can you give us like your three things that you've learned from working in the industry? And I, I did say it's so tempting and I still do it now, but I'm, tr- I'm trying to get better to just accept everything, whatever hours they are whatever time mm. of the day or night as many hours as you can as much of the time do, do you know like go at it like a million miles per hour and it's not sustainable that's that's the, you know that is the thing really yeah it absolutely is yeah and I think it should it should directly correlate to your responsibility so your responsibilities at work we often forget what those are and want to do more and more and more and I think there is that culture like you said about the hamster wheel and needing to feel busy all the time to almost justify your position I guess because you know there's a lot of there are a lot of people losing their jobs and redundancies and changes happening um, because of the pandemic and other things but it's like you say it's just not sustainable and remembering what your responsibilities are and feeling confident in saying no to things because it's an an unrealistic ask um and and also just being able to say no to other things in other areas of your life is is okay like we're really bad at that if you know you say yes to something and then you spend two weeks dreading it it's probably because it's not going to be good for your mental well-being so actually it's okay to say no to those things 
That's so true. That comes back to that Jay Shetty quote, you know, say no to the things you don't want to do. And I, I think with the, mm. the work thing, you feel, I know that I've felt, you, you feel guilty. Well, you feel like you're so desperate to do it that you just want to do everything and you feel guilty if you don't do it. Also guilty because you're lucky to be working, like you're saying about people losing jobs and stuff. Um, mm. And But the key is if you want to do a job sort of, in my head as well, I want to do the job as well as I can. So if you're burnt out, it's quite difficult. Yeah, to definitely. Do it. And you end up too, like almost spread too thinly. Like you've mm. said yes to so many different things. You're doing too much, but you actually find you're maybe not doing any of them well because mm. you're because you're so exhausted. Yeah. And yeah, just I think just knowing that and feeling confident in that and being assertive enough to say, no, actually, I can't do that right now. Um, because actually if you say yes to things and then stress about it, that just saps even more emotional energy mm. and probably makes you do a worse job because you spend a lot of time fretting about it and how you probably should have said no, but you said yes. Yeah. <laughs> how do you do that with, with friendships things? I think that's a really interesting one as well, because you don't, mm. you don't want to appear like you're, maybe it's from the pandemic, you're feeling anxious about meeting people or whatever it might be. You don't want to seem like you're you don't want to see them or that you're um oh I don't know do you know what I mean like a kind of you Mm. you feel a bit bad yeah and that so I think some of that what you talk about there comes from um these things that we presume that other people are thinking so we do we all do this thing where we kind of think oh if I say no to that then they're all going to think that I'm boring and then I'm not going to get invited to anything else ever and I'll be cut out of the friendship group and that'll be the end and then I'll live a lonely life forevermore (laughs) yeah that's where we go in our minds but actually if you think about the times when your friends have said no to something actually do you think any different of them do you just accept that they can't do that right now or that they've got something else planned and that other thing that they've got planned might be a self-care activity and that's okay yeah but you don't you don't really need to justify it and actually if if they're your true friends they will absolutely not think anything different of you um and just I think it's always better to really consider what you're saying yes to before you say yes and then have to backtrack and say no because that can then feel worse yeah I'm bad for that Mm. for sure (laughs) learning all the time I am sure you're not I'm sure you're not (laughs) but I think yeah just just being confident in in knowing that you're saying no and not not saying no to everything because there'd be you know you can kind of fall into this trap of then saying no to everything that you feel a bit apprehensive about which also isn't helpful like avoidance of things that maybe feel a bit scary isn't that helpful but saying no to the right things and the things that you know are actually not going to be beneficial for you right now mm. is okay it's all right you don't have to justify it absolutely mm. I think another biggie is I think there's like three areas isn't there there's a kind of the pampery relaxing kind of self-care things and then there's the boundaries friendship saying no things and then the last thing is what I like to call just life admin oh yes 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 some of which is quite dull random mention again here but I remember Greg James once (laughs) from Radio 1 saying that he does a lot I'm sure it was him it was him or one of my mates pretending like he's my mate he's not my (laughs) mate at all but you feel like he is um they they do their life admin on the toilet (laughs) brilliant (laughs) 
<laughs> I quite like the idea of that. Like, just a reserved space, private space. No one can come in. Just going to do it all here. I'm just going to sit here and do it. Lovely. That's so funny. I love that. If that's the way that you can manage to do it, it's all good. <laughs> so funny but just those things and even within that just stuff like medical appointments keeping up with that like doctors and dentists and if you're on medication making sure that you're you know you've got enough and you're going back if you if it's not working and and opticians and you know stuff like that that feels quite boring and and dull but is really essential and actually in the long run causes you much less stress so is I think with self-care it is important to remember it's not all those kind of pampery nice lovely activities it's the other things that you need to do as part of adult life that actually you know aren't that exciting but Mm. are important for your well-being to keep to keep up to speed with and stuff like insurance you know thinking about when things are running out or when your rent contract is running out, you know, all those things just to make sure that your life can be as smooth and and you can eliminate as much stress as you can. Again, the the pandemic comes to mind because I feel like, you know, public health and health, our health went straight to the top of, straight to the top of the agenda. Um, Mm. And, you know, you might perceive that we're a country that, well, um, lots of countries like this, we, live in like a commercial society where your productivity and stuff is a big part of your um identity and like who we are as a country Mm. it just felt like for the first time we were actually thinking about each other more and thinking about our health which probably isn't a bad thing no definitely isn't a bad thing and isn't it funny how we all literally overnight became more alert to anything that was remotely wrong with us that might have been coronavirus yes yes <laughs> yeah. before it's like oh I've just got flu or cold or whatever now, then it was like oh my god I'm really ill and we actually really recognized it and maybe took a step back from what we were doing and took some time out whereas before mm. you just kind of plod on and carry on and actually sometimes it is like illness is your body's way really of telling you to slow down and it does affect your immune system when you're stressed and you can you're more likely to pick up you know illnesses and stuff because it's essentially your body's way of saying right you're not listening to my to my brain Mm. so I'm going to physically prevent you from being able to you know keep going and at this pace because it's just not sustainable I thought that with when they they brought in temperature checks I mean I've got to go to the dentist um shortly actually and they'll do a temperature check when I get there but they'll they're doing it where I work at one of the places that I work and I thought why didn't we do this before I mean I know it's a bit Mm. extreme but actually then in workplaces illnesses probably it would probably stop quite a few illnesses yeah definitely yeah yeah it probably would it's funny isn't it how we just yeah all of a sudden became more kind of clean my husband is actually (laughs) loving life because he's he's quite renowned for our his cleanliness and hit one of his pet peeves is like people that go to the loo in like a pub and don't wash their hands oh good on he's him. like that man over there was in the toilet with me and he left without washing his hands <laughs> and like sharing buffets just it's like it's absolute worst nightmare so he's like finally people have realized that they should wash their hands and use and use hand gel and be clean like why is it taking coronavirus for people to realize this i like <laughs> phil i think phil yeah you're great that i'm so on board with that because it's that's what they say about in pubs, isn't it? With like snacks on the bar. Don't go near them. Yeah. 
bowl of peanuts that's had like 50 different <laughs> grubby little fingers in it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, good times. Mm. Oh, laughing as well. Just kind of one very, very, very important self-care thing. And it really made me think of it, actually. I think it was last night or at some point over the weekend, we watched that Would I Lie to You? program love that on bbc i love it it actually because it's like really clean fun humor but it absolutely cracks me up and like literally for the whole half hour i was just like cracking up (laughs) and you i think there's like actual scientific research that says stress the stress hormone cannot um be prevalent alongside when you're laughing so even just for that half hour absolutely you can't laugh and be stressed or sad at the same time that is so do you know what I did hear an interview with someone who was like a laugh doctor I don't know how they got that job great job I might look into <laughs> yeah. it mating job cool job um and it's so good for you isn't it yeah I love that yeah laughing I think we don't do enough of it like you said we're just so busy and so focused on like the next mm. thing just like yeah just proper belly laughs can't beat it Ranga Nation BBC2 that was good in lockdown actually Oh, was it? Yeah, he's very... What's his name? Um, Thingy Ranganathan. He's really funny. Romesh. Really good. Uh, oh, yeah, Romesh. Yeah, yeah. I love him. He's so funny. He's just so dry. <laughs> love it. <laughs> oh, I love it. So funny. So good. <laughs> um, So, have we covered what we should be doing with self-care? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was going to say, the only yeah. thing I had... I was sort of having to think about it is... Oh, we've we've talked before about, like, getting enough sleep that is a yeah yeah sleep also one thing that I noticed with me alcohol is a real gamble like I'm not saying I drink a lot but when it's a social time and the sun is shining and it's a holiday of course I'll you know have a couple more and I think yeah I do notice that it can sometimes yeah go one of two ways and sometimes make me feel a bit it is a bit of a depressant sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is a depressant. And I think you it's quite common to use it to relax, but actually it's not it's it's not that conducive to relaxing. And even the next day, like anxiety, as we like oh. to call it. Hangover anxiety. Yes. Even if you if even if you're fine at the time, the next day it really can affect you and even actually as you get as you get older even the ne- the day after the day after <laughs> like you could just feel like you hate your entire life and you've got no confidence in anything mm. it's it's really scary again there's there's real scientific reason for that about how it affects your um the chemicals in your brain um and and really lowers your ability to feel good about anything so just bear that in mind if you're feeling hungover and like you are rubbish at everything then it's probably because of the alcohol it's not it's not real <laughs> yeah totally because then the next day after that hopefully at some point when you start to feel you know better again from the hangover you can access that rational bit of your brain and feel a bit more kind of level again so i thought mm. i'd mention that one and oh also getting out in nature and running and stuff is good mm anything anything outside I think is even if even if you don't feel like you're kind of an outdoorsy or nature person 
just like going for a lovely walk in the sun or you know in the woods it's you can't not feel calm when you're around nature it's really conducive to good mental health basically even if even if you don't have to be a tree hugger you know you can just go out and enjoy the nice and peace and quiet I keep mentioning loads of programs today but that's just made me think of one it was on BBC one for a bit with Steph McGovern and Alex Jones and they were talking about stress and they got Steph to go and do the tree literally do the tree hugging thing um with this kind of uh organization or setup or whatever but it was so funny she took her phone with her so the stress levels didn't go down because oh, she was no. secretly like like on her phone hugging the tree and then being like hello yeah <laughs> sorry i'm just hugging the tree <laughs> brilliant i love that so good isn't it oh, oh there's so many self-care stuff is i just thinking of that again like what you were just saying about phones like putting your phone down having time away from your screen like mm. defo a big one helps massively it helps just hugely, mm. hugely yeah just one. to shut off from the just to shut off from the world i read an interview actually with um dina the really amazing athlete who's run loads of medals for running um she did an interview and was saying about the kind of blm movement and it's really been positive in how much um support it's gained but also she was saying about there was a time when she just couldn't get away from it and she just had to basically shut herself off from everything because that's a really good illustration of self-care because she you know obviously it's great that it's it's gained so much momentum in a short amount of time but it was just everywhere and she was like even mm. on Netflix all of the kind of top programs were you know kind of related to that topic and she was like I just had to close off and shut down because it was just too much and it was just completely overwhelming yeah that and setting that boundary is mm. absolutely fair enough and, and the right thing to do isn't it yeah yeah definitely it doesn't mean that you don't care it doesn't mean that you don't support it it's just actually you can identify that this is not doing me any favors right now and I just need some time away and that's okay Mm. oh this is a good topic it's just gets you thinking about so many things and how important self-care is I think Mm. yeah exactly exactly and that maybe we do some of these things we just don't identify that they're self-care so Mm. kind of labeling them is quite maybe quite helpful should we finish on our three things Yes, let's do it. I bet I can guess at least one of yours. Can you? Yeah, I bet I can. Hey, maybe we should do this one week, like do each other's. <laughs> yes, I love that idea. That'd be I love such that a good idea. idea. That would be really fun. I'm well up for that. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon one of yours will be sleep. Definitely. Oh, damn. Yes. <laughs> Bang on. Bang on. I'm just going to go number one, sleep. (laughs) Sleep, yeah. (laughs) Number one self-care thing that I do is sleep. And I've talked about it before and I know it. I know, because I think that that's important is we're all different. We're all unique and we all need different things and recharge in different ways. You know, different personality types have different ways of doing things. And yeah, just for me, I think I mentioned it before, my grandma being like, you know, you need just, you're probably a bit ratty because you've not had enough sleep. So I'm like a two-year-old. <laughs> I just need quite a lot of sleep. Need a nap. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I need like eight hours, otherwise I'm like, yeah, unbearable. 
it's noticeable. I, I'm terrible when, like, I, I notice it myself. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm being so ratty. Mm. Um, I think one, my top one probably is um, being out in nature. So we were just talking before we recorded about I'm really lucky to live really close to the New Forest and it's definitely my happy place. Like, it's, I just love, we do a lot of walking and bike rides and just going out and being in the middle of... of you know, beautiful scenery where you can't hear traffic, you can't hear other people. Um, that it just says just something about it that is instantly relaxing. Oh, that's love, especially where you are. Like parts of around where you are, so, you know, sound gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, okay. so lucky. Definitely, never take that for granted. Number two's a bit of a weird one. I'm going to go cleaning. Now, I don't mean mm. cleaning myself. I mean cleaning. <laughs> As in hoovering and stuff. That is strange, isn't it? But my friends know this and it's... Yeah, I just do... I've just always liked cleaning. I don't know. And that doesn't sound very relaxing or self-care-like, does it? I've just realised. But I do know that I do it when I want some switch-off time and a kind of task to complete. I quite quite like it. Mm, yeah, I think that's, that's fine. I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to be relaxing, but I think it's conducive to... Uh, a non-cluttered house and a clean house is conducive to a clean mind Mm. so yeah definitely if that if that helps then and that's the thing isn't like you said we're unique actually you need to find what works for you and if it's something that other people find bizarre so what (laughs) you're just jealous of my henry hoover don't worry about it guys exactly (laughs) (laughs) brilliant i love it so funny um i'm probably gonna say seeing friends actually is a top one isn't it just kind of connecting with people going out doing something social having a good laugh and just yeah having time away from from work and stuff defo defo is um can't really beat that oh that's i really like that maybe number three for mine I might say similar, but a long phone chat. There's one friend in particular that I think every time I... If if we schedule in a phone call, her boyfriend must be like, oh, my goodness, like, you're going to be gone for days. Um, <laughs> and I think it's the same for me. I just... We just end up on the phone for ages. And I, I, I think I've always been a bit of a phone person. It's strange. I, I just, yeah, quite like that sort of just long, random rambling chats probably oh, I yeah. love that yeah. yeah I love that but again it's really important to make time for that because with a phone call it can feel like oh it has to be quite fleeting and I'm quite busy and but yeah have a three-hour phone call do it <laughs> or three days I don't know how long do you spend on the phone <laughs> yeah, with her <laughs> three days I remember one holiday getting in trouble actually because of a phone bill when I was really young <laughs> oh god when you yeah really bad abroad yeah let's not go there oh dear massive trouble uh-oh. Um, I think my third will be, I'm going to give a little shout out to the Blurt Foundation, who I love. They're so good. They they do such great stuff on social media and little memes and kind of cartoons and stuff. But you can sign up to their little emails and you get, um, I don't know if it's every day or a couple of times a week, you get a really cute little motivating email in your inbox. And if you're having a rough day, 
like it's not very long but it's just a really nice little thing like you know remember to look after yourself and remember that you're great and remember that you've got this and you know it's just really cute it's just sometimes just what you need to read that it's really nice they're a great organization and yeah brilliant they've got a really good self-care a to z guide as well if you want some sort of ideas of how to get started and a little um it's kind of yeah it's an a to z and they've got a, a little starter pack as well that you can download with some really lovely ideas I started following them on Instagram after you talked about them. I they are good, aren't they? Yeah, they're so good and it's so it's just so relatable. It's it's just really nice, yeah. Oh, that's a great shout. Oh, we've yeah. got loads loads of ideas. I'm going to be out of office for a while, guys. I'm going to go and do some self-care for 2 weeks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we've got a fortnight now before we record again, so you can have yeah. 2 weeks of <laughs> chilling out not you know I'm I'm sure you've got nothing else to do in those two weeks <laughs> oh that would be the dream that would oh. be the dream but honestly scheduling it in is really important because if you mm. don't it just doesn't become a priority so in two weeks time mm. let's check back in with each other and see what we've done I like that idea yeah be accountable be accountable brilliant well thank you so much for listening I've enjoyed it so much it's been fab lovely another lovely topic and we'll hopefully see you in a couple of weeks yay and if you want to get us in the meantime email helen and steph at gmail.com and we're on insta helen and steph underscore muddle three see you soon thank you